7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it fell to me, and I chose Flocks. 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 From, the, from uh, Nada Studios. Well, Sam, are you just stealing my lines right out of my mouth? Yes, Flocks is a 2021 game from Nada Studios. And for the eagle eye amongst you, and maybe a little pop quiz for Sam, uh, we have played another one of their games before. Sam, would you want to guess which one of their games we have played before? Uh, would it be the beautiful Paddle Royale? <laughs> he already knows. Once yep, land. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could surprise him with knowledge, but no. If the game's professional, Sam already knew. Yes, we, they are the same studio that uh, develops One's Land. Uh, which we reviewed, boy, who knows, um, last year? At least somewhere from six months to three years ago. <laughs> yes. We commented then on their uh, sort of immaculate art style, and uh, I will say that translates and continues in their new game, Flox. Yeah, that is definitely something why I had to look them up, because the game just looks so nice. Mm. Uh, F-L-O-C-K-S, in case you haven't looked at the show title or the episode title. Not to be confused with flocks with two C's, which is which actually confused me a little bit, which because that is a game where you kind of control a flock of seagulls or like uh, starlings. Oh, so that's interesting. interesting! Yeah, Maybe, wouldn't it be funny if that if we chose that game next? Mm. <laughs> uh, but no, this is F L O C K X. Uh, nope, F L O C K S uh, flocks. Now, Sam, allow me to read the description for Phlox from the Apple App Store. Ooh. Phlox is not just another puzzler. It is a world of never-ending, oh boy, uh, simple and beautiful scenarios. You will need to think outside the box on each one of them, but it won't be tedious, we promise. They are physics-based, they are fast, and they are really fun, and there are many of them. Instead of controlling a single character, you will be handling groups, in parenthesis, flocks, combining and splitting them to solve every challenge you face. Grab objects, move them, pile them, anything you can think of. The beautiful design is intended to create the illusion of being a simple two-dimensional illustration, while allowing you to enjoy real three-dimensional realm that you wouldn't expect. Have fun! (laughs) I love that. Have fun with the exclamation mark at the end. (laughs) More of a command, but I, uh, yeah. Uh, that is $2.99 uh, in your Apple App Store. Blocks is a puzzle game, really. It's a sort of an adventure, uh, an arcade puzzler, I think. Uh, mm. That's what I would say. You, would you agree with that? Yeah, it's definitely uh, a puzzler, meaning you have to do something in a certain way. <laughs> Isn't all of life just really a puzzle? <laughs> I guess making a cocktail then is a puzzle as well, if you want to think about it that way. Yep, yep. Everything, everything really is a puzzle in life. Um, uh, so it's bro- broken up into five worlds. Uh, you start in the camp world, <laughs> campsite world, or as uh, people these days in the gaming world like to call biomes. Oh, geez. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, you have your forest biome where. The setting Mm -hmm. around you is all like foresty and of the forest. And then you have your, you know, your cave biome Mm -hmm. where everything is like very cave related. Yeah, I would call it your your Star Wars planets. There you (laughs) go. You have the forest planet, the cave planet, where the entire planet is a cave. Don't ask me how (laughs) that works, but 
that, but it does. It just works. Uh, yes. So you start off on the campsite planet. The whole planet is a campsite. Ooh, don't go near the latrines. Uh, anyway, you need to... It's essentially like a... Uh, controlling a group of three, at least to begin with, um, mm-hmm. star people. Uh, and essentially you need to uh, command them around the screen to collect objects, interact with the world, uh, in order to produce a kind of an outcome, which is also part of the puzzle, like trying to figure out what the end state is, uh, which is simultaneously delightful and sometimes a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, part of the puzzle is to work out what the end state and the success state of the puzzle is. Um, we can maybe talk about that as we go on. Um, Sam, how did you get on with Flocks? It's a beautiful game. I think the controls are actually pretty good considering it's like a tap to... Uh, as you use your finger to like move around the screen, I have some issues with like what I thought intuitively would be the controls, but it always gets me every time I started this game up. There was like this issue of oh, let me just tap to move the the people over there, and it wouldn't move. It just throw their little pebbles in that general direction <laughs> in disgust. No, I'm in not disgust. going over there. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I pebbles. thought that was just a little bit non-intuitive, but once you get it, like you know, you just have to like reframe your brain every time you play it. Otherwise. Very pleasant experience. I really like the look and feel of this game. Um, I like the little puzzles that it has. I do have some issues with it, which we'll get to in the three by threes. But overall, like I, you know, very relaxing, sort of, you know, mildly puzzly, frustrating, but for for (laughs) puzzly reasons, right? (laughs) It is super chill. You're right. It's very chill. It's very relaxing. I love the description of being a mild puzzler because you're right. Right. Like it's. It's not like a super sweaty puzzle. Like maybe right. uh, the stop motion animation game in our previous episode was perhaps a little more sweaty on the puzzles, puzzle Exactly. Front. This is a bit more like, yeah, look at this beautiful world. Come and, come and hang out. And if you can throw a beach ball on top of a camera shutter to trigger a photo uh, when everyone's in the right position, great. You can move on to the next level. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like you kind of look at it, you consider it, and then you know like the the solution actually comes to your mind, and then you just have to do it, which is very nice. But Sam, how far did you get in flocks? I want to say I got pretty good amount of things done in the first biome, uh, but I don't know how many more I have to do, which is very frustrating to me. So I can continue to do this, but I would love to sort of get to the next thing. But I don't know how many I have to do, and it won't let me get to the next biome, <laughs> which I found it pretty frustrating. Let me look at this. Level 8 on uh, the first biome. Nice. Uh, yeah, you're right. There is no, apart from the biome selector screen, where you can only select the first biome, I mean Star Wars planet, uh, there is no real sense of how many levels are left? How far you are left to go? There is a scary reset progress button, but I know. Let's not let's not press that because let's not press it. Yes, knowing how much progress I've had would have been good to know. It's very pleasant it. looking menu as well. So you'd expect that they would have thought of, oh yeah, let's definitely solve that problem by either a series of dots that are filled in or not. You know, yeah. But yeah, I just didn't. Get yeah, a strange sense oversight of considering how purpose. lovely the rest of it is. Edwin, how far did you get? I got to uh, level four, so uh, mm. about half half the way. Um, I think I got 
well, we'll talk about it a bit more. But yeah, I got as far as the camera, uh, <laughs> the giant camera, interact with the giant camera level, uh, which was fun, but a little frustrating too, um, which we can talk about in the 3x3s. I mean, overall, a very lovely looking game um, for some zen-like mild puzzling. And lots of screenshots because they're beautiful. Damn. Should we get to the 3x3s? Let's get to the 3x3s. Three things good and three things bad. We're going to tell them to you right now and hopefully help you make your decision on whether or not you should play this game. Wow, that sounds like a lot of pressure (laughs) (laughs) on us. (laughs) We provide a service, Edwin. We provide a service on whether Mm. or not people should indeed check out the game or not. And the 3x3s are formulated, (laughs) patent pending. But yes. Yep, I always feel a little uh, bit of pressure that my opinion is the output here. Uh, when I am. <laughs> so easily swayed but Very let's get valuable. into it uh the first first good point we've said it you've said it everyone will say it it is beautiful to look at uh, as soon as you open it up from the very first screen onwards uh you're just uh, enveloped in a feeling of comfort and bliss uh you uh, you know you feel like oh yeah these people know what they're doing right from the from the get-go you know you're like oh yeah this looks lovely i get it uh and then the vibe continues uh throughout the the music the gameplay the interactions uh the kind of style of puzzles uh it's just a very coherent game i would say maybe the first time i've ever said coherent on this on this on this on this very podcast of ours i really appreciate that there isn't any explanation text everything is done through little pictorials and gestures um so you know localization isn't really required it might lead to some confusion, which we might announce in, in the, the, the bad points. But overall, very beautiful game. Um, yeah, all done with somewhat intuitive motions. <laughs> uh, my next good point is that the puzzles are, if you like, yeah, if you like point and click adventures, I feel like this game kind of boils down all the elements of those point and click puzzles. You know, not as frustrating as our previous game, The Sense Point, but to the point where, like, it kind of seems obvious on what the solution is that you can easily figure out, and then you get you go do it, which is you know the satisfying part of these puzzles. Um, and then, yeah, I liked I liked that. You know, you could just take a little time, and one level is pretty much solving one thing, and then you get a nice little confetti shower uh, to to delight you with. My next good point is that. The the puzzle outcomes are part of the puzzle. Like it's a very lovely amount of interaction. That it won't tell you exactly what the solution or the end state is, but it'll, for example, on the giant camera level, there's a Polaroid just lying on the side, which kind of shows you what you kind of need to do, and it's kind of up to you to interpret that. Uh, which I thought was just a really nice touch. Like it's not too uh, handholdy, not too um, kind of obvious, but just enough. Uh, to tickle that brain where you're thinking, okay, wait, what am I actually supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. But not so far in the direction that uh, <clears throat> previous games, <clears throat> since points, uh, just doesn't give you any help whatsoever, and they're just very obtuse. Uh, just a very good balance, uh, which just says again that the, the design here is fantastic. Let's get to the bad threes. Let's Sam, get to the bad what threes. Is your, what, what is your first bad point here? Um. <clears throat> so this is something that I mentioned in the previous game as well. Um, these days, I really tend to look out for games that really preserve or value your time. 
And I felt like there were a lot of offenders in this game where it didn't really value your time. So the introduction is kind of a drawn out, not a studio presents dot dot dot, and then the word flocks animates in color fill screen. You wait a moment for dramatic pause, and then the option to select your biomes appear. And that none of that is skippable. Like you're getting like right. haptic feedback on like when you tap the screen and stuff like that, but nothing is really skippable. And I feel like that's a good 15, 30 seconds of your time every time you start it up to play. And I feel like stuff like that, come on, let's just, you know, sure. First time you open it, great to show that presentation. You want to get, you want to set the tone, but overall, let me not waste any more time in playing your beautiful game. <laughs> let me get to the flocking right and another instance is like so some of these puzzles are two-part puzzles right like first you got to set it up mm. and then you have to do the secondary part to like put it together right and uh i came into a time where like the second part kind of messed up and i couldn't like undo the things previous to that um, and so I had to restart and the restart, obviously, like, you know, the menu shows up, color fill, dramatic pause comes back and it starts from the very beginning. And I had to do all, I had to go through all of that in order to actually solve the puzzle again, even though I knew the solution, um, just stuff like that, that I felt could have been done better. While some of the puzzles are delightful, the kind of accuracy of all these ambiguousness, all the ambiguity around what the actual success point is uh, was a little frustrating. For example, the on the camera Polaroids, you need to arrange all your little people into the correct position. Into the viewfinder. Into the view, but also correctly, like I guess in front of the tree standing, facing the camera. Like I felt I played this level quite a few times where I thought they were all, you know, reasonably inside. Uh, and then you need to go pick up, you need to then separate out one of your little flock, get that to go pick up your beach ball, move them back into position and then throw the beach ball onto the camera shutter to trigger the, the action. Um, which I did a couple of times, but I guess the flock wasn't in the precisely the right position because I did not get credit for uh, completing the level. And then there was no real feedback of, oh no, you are on the right track. You just need to move the flock a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe I've missed something. Mm. Like, is that actually the right? Am is I that doing what I'm the supposed right to do? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I found myself asking that a lot of times. <laughs> um, it's like the negative feedback either didn't seem negative enough or didn't give me enough direction to the correct way of doing things. So there is one level with the marshmallow. The toasting. Right? The toasting of the marshmallow. Um, so I obviously got one of my guys to grab the marshmallow and put it to the fireplace. Mm -hmm. And it toasted it. Right? But then it did this thing where it's like, you know, it kind of like did something and then the level started over. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like it didn't really give me any sort of indication to do it correctly. Um, which I think was also like your problem. So I was wondering, like, do I even need to toast the marshmallow? Like, is that, isn't that the point of this level? Mm, um, oh, I see. But in fact, you'd probably like over, you'd burnt it. Is that probably what, is that what had happened? Or no, I had to put it on a stick. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Which I think could have, I don't know, like they could have done something to, to signify that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, my next bad point is that 
like I think it's gorgeous that they're going for this like wordless accessibility stuff. Mm. Um, but here I think, you know, some descriptions of some things to do correctly could have could have really helped out and and made it a, a much more pleasant experience. Um, for example, it teaches you some pretty complex controls on like how to join the team because you're a group of three, right? You start off with like a group of three. Yeah. Um, and how to separate from the group, how to control each group separately, and then how to join back together. And then later on, it's like how to m- jump up and down and then how to morph into a ball, right? <laughs> and That's I think like all of these things, just a simple line of instructions on like what might be the benefit of these things or like why you want to do this could have gone for a much more pleasant experience. But I understand like, you know, maybe they didn't want to put in any words so that they don't have to localize, but I felt like that could have helped some frustrations. My last bad points, the controls, well, most likely moving is fine. The sometimes when you needed accuracy, Again, to go back to the beach ball camera uh, level, uh, you had to throw the beach ball directly onto the shutter button. And in order to do that, you kind of drag. But of course, you run into this age-old problem of like, oh, your thumb is covering up the target. So you can't actually see, is this going to hit the button? Is it not? So you kind of have to like peer around your thumb to kind of mm-hmm. look underneath, um, which, you know, uh, I guess some other games have done that by you know, the touch target being like a little bit above your thumb so you're not obscuring it so you could see as you move your thumb, you actually have some visibility. Um, just a little thing like that was a little frustrating and that was, I think, m- more frustrating because this was like the third time through when I was trying to do it and, you know, my little people weren't all arranged perfectly the first time so it didn't complete. And then, right. uh, yeah, by the time you're like, oh man, I'm still like futzing with this beach ball. Uh, that just sort of added to the sort of, a little bit of frustration um, in using uh, the the controls and like getting your little people to do what you want them to do. But maybe that's just a good lesson for life. Getting people to do what you want to do <laughs> is just an endless source of frustration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually ran through the same problem as well. Um, you know, the whole which finger gesture mm. should I be using properly in order for this thing to happen? And then, yeah, the, the, the tapping around to move people doesn't actually move people. Like, that's something right. that I'm used to from, like, a map like this. Even the zoom, I wish I was able to zoom in by pinching, but that didn't seem to be available. Mm. Where I can, like, finally at least place people in certain ways. Um, but yeah, overall... Totally share that same sentiment. Sam, what is your final seven-day rating for Flocks? Final seven-day rating is four days. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think if there was a little bit more visibility around like my progress, I think I'd really enjoy that just to see how I can get to the next biome. But otherwise, <laughs> I think the cr- frustrations and controls prevented me to to play anymore yeah solid four yeah it'd be nice to know how how far or close you are (laughs) to to completing that biome yeah yeah because i don't know if it's 20 levels right if it's 20 levels ooh, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, also a four from me i enjoyed it a lot uh very nice to look at kind of bounce off some of the actual puzzles themselves um uh 
So yeah, it's a four day for me. Certainly worth checking out if you do like chill puzzle games. Uh, it's two ninety nine in the Apple App Store. Uh, absolutely worth checking out. Uh, didn't stick for the full seven days for me though. Well, that was my suggestion. So Stam, in the time honored tradition, the next week falls to you to choose what we shall play for the next seven days. I'm I'm going back to like the super indie routes, indie indie, super indie. Oh great! I mean, I will say. Not a studio is pretty indie. It's only two people. That's true. But, you know, there's not a competition for how indie we can be, <laughs> or is it? Okay, uh, Edwin, you have seven days to play Deep Space D six. Oh boy, this. Well, no, I shan't. I shan't judge a game by its title, as the old proverbs goes. The. The tagline is Solo Space Survival Dice Game. Deep Space D6. Okay, okay. I'm seeing lots of tables, so I will be interesting to see uh, to see how this how this plays. Hmm. Oh, interesting. It looks like it's a it's an adaptation an adaptation an adaptation of a, a board game. So mm-hmm. very very on Sam on brand for Sam. <laughs> You have seven days to play Deep Space D6. Not as easy to say as you think it would be. Deep Space D6. Sam, before we go, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. So, uh, last week, they launched Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is the latest Ratchet and Clank for the PlayStation platform. I didn't even realize there was more than one Ratchet and Clank. But okay, oh my good. goodness, there's so many. So it started with regular Ratchet and Clank, and then they came out with <laughs> Ratchet and Clank going commando, and oh then they came out with uh, Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal, and then they came out with. I'm seeing a. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah, they they had all these like you know quote unquote funny titles <laughs> that with double entendres. Like one was called Quest. I think it was like Quest for the Pirate Booty or something like Quest for the Booty or something like that. <laughs> but they've since cleaned up. They are now a wholesome Ratchet and Clank title organization. Hey. But these are from uh, Insomniac Games, which made titles like Spider-Man for the PlayStation, the Miles Morales game, which was really good. Um, and recently, this is exclusive for the PS5, which is, you know, not many games out there, is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, if you can see some videos, high-res 4K videos, captured in 4K videos of this thing, which is a meme uh, that the kids are using these days. Okay, good. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> uh, take a look because it really takes advantage of the PlayStation hardware to load the levels in like this incredible speed. So you're passing through these rifts but then each time you pass through a rift, which is like a split second, you're in a completely different interactable land that's all done in like real time. And it's bananas how seamless it is. Um, and the game just looks great. I mean, people always say like, oh, yeah, it looks like a Pixar that you can play. But this actually looks really, really good um, with very cute characters. But yeah, enjoyed it. I platinum the game, which means I got all the trophies um just such a such a lovely lovely game that i got to enjoy oh awesome now if people wanted to uh say watch you play this game how could they do that 
I streamed it for just a little bit on twitch.tv slash IconSam. That is my personal Twitch channel. Uh, I don't really stream often, but every once in a while, like I'll just like start the streaming stuff on the PlayStation 5 and just play. No commentary or anything. So, yeah, check it out. And that is our show. Join us in seven days after we play Deep Space D12? Six. D6. Six. Okay. okay. <laughs> Does that refer to the number of sides on a, on a die? Is that... Yes. Okay. The okay. D6 is like the regular square cube dice. And like a D20 is the dodecahedron dice. So it's just circle, That has really. 20 sides. Yeah. Right. A D100 is like a, a circle. It's like a golf ball that has the little grooves. That's too many. That's too many. It's, you can never get the thing to stop. It'll just keep rolling. <laughs> right. Uh, if you want to tweet us your game suggestions, you may on Twitter at 7 Days to Play. And follow us on Instagram and find us on Spotify by searching for 7 Days to Play. Bye-bye. 7 Days to Play.